two boxing gloves. It's got Green Bay Packers on it. That this brother and his wife gave me. And I see it every day. Every day I see them, those boxing gloves. And it reminds me of we in a fight. Yeah, it's there all the time. And you know, and on Friday, I just don't go back. Last Friday we had a good time. Well, Gwen had a good time. I took her shopping for Mother's Day. <laughs> for, for, for Mother's Day. And uh, uh, you know, that's, that's always a journey. But uh, it says, uh, you know, for, for better or worse. So, uh, <laughs> and so we've done that. And then on Saturday, Isaac done his, one of his closest, closest friends, uh, done the whole thing himself. And he was awesome. My chest stuck all out. Done was incredible job. And then Gwen and I went out to dinner. Good, I mean, and then of course Mother's Day. It was a great uh, day, good sermon and all that. And you all had a good thing, everybody was good. You know, and then on uh, uh, Sunday night, uh, the pain got in where these tumors are on my back, really bad. And so on Monday, I'm in the emergency room. You know, so I'm in the emergency room, and my doctors told me, they said, you need to go to the emergency room, and they, because we're afraid you may have fractured. So when you have bone cancer, you, you know, it gets thin. So, uh, so we went in there, and the good news was there was no bone fracture. And so I praise God for that. And then, but I was, the, they got me on pain medicine and, I, and all that till tomorrow. And then tomorrow they're bringing in a what? Physicist. Oh, yeah, I can't even pronounce it, a physicist. And they're going to put the plan together for both things. There's two things going on in my body, all right? They're going to, we've made a decision that we're going to take five rounds of radiation in the tumor. My tumor's back here in my spine. And then we're going to put the plan together for every six, for six months, once a month, to get radiation fusion. And I love it. No chemo, nothing, and it takes one minute. I'm like, thank you, God. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. If you ever, if you haven't had chemo, you sit there and you know you get bored and all that. And so I say all of this because there's going to be a point I'm going to make in this uh, message today. You know, you I and sister, sister Gwen, the first lady, to tell you, I just laughed. I mean, I just laughed. I'm like, wow, man, you. You're breaking records here. You're paying for somebody's cars and houses and everything else. But the blessing is, is that I feel great. The reason I feel great is you have to, I get an opportunity. What better person to get an opportunity to show people that you got to put your boxing gloves on sometimes. And you have to fight. See, a lot of preachers talk it. They preach it. But they didn't go through it. And so God has chose me to be the one to do this. It's incredible to, 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 to deal with this. And he has given me, and I'm going to go someplace with this, the greatest weapon there is. It's called faith. That's right. You see, he's given you that great weapon of faith. 
Uh, you know, uh, I like um, certain movies that I watch, and there's lines in it. And at the end of uh, The Butler, if you remember, the old guy goes in because President Obama wants to see him. If you all saw the movie, you know, and he, he's sitting there, and the young guy comes in and talks to you. He was so, I'm so pleased to meet you because he'd heard all about who he was. He was the best that ever been. And they get the walking. If you remember, they walking. And he said, sir, uh, I'll lead you in. And that old guy looks at him. I know the way. He gives him a look like this. I know the way. You see, going someplace with this, sometimes there's certain people who don't know how to pray for a man of faith. Sometimes, now you got to hear me what I'm saying. Sometimes people don't know how to pray for a man of faith. And I'm going to show you in this lesson today, there's certain ways you pray for a man of faith that you may not pray for somebody else. Right. All right? Yes, a, a writer once said, in my commentary, said, uh, feed your faith and starve your doubts. Feed your faith and starve your doubts. You know, a great uh, uh, faith preacher once said years ago, most Christians feed their body three hot meals per day and their spirit one cold snack a week. And wonder why they are so weak. Yeah, you get where I'm coming from. Yes, yes, you know, it's like... Uh, if to, we could leave right now and you can't find a place to have breakfast. Trust me, because after church, I try to find breakfast, a place to find breakfast. But you can go in any church and find a seat at any time. And so uh, uh, I'll go ahead with the rest of my commentary. For Success is a divine human exchange. It's a divine human exchange. Stay with me. Which it, means that ahead. both God and you have a part to play. God. We both got a part there. We're in this together. Yes, sir. You athletes know that. This teamwork here. You see, we're in this thing together. I have my part. God has his part. All right? God's part is guaranteed when you do your part. Mm -hmm. And one of the secrets you must apply is to feed your faith and starve your doubts. And that's what we were talking about. Feed your faith, starve your doubts. The more you feed your faith, the more you... Starve your doubts. Yes, tell you all some good news, okay? You're, you're all saved in here, right? You're going, you're going to go into the kingdom of heaven, right? right. Trouble going to find you on this, play, on this earth plane. Right. You don't get away with it here. There's always, amen, walls or ceiling. You're always going to get, you have to go through something. Right. You see? So we're not here. We want to build our faith and starve our doubts so that when it's time for faith to be used, we're ready to go. We're ready to put our boxing gloves on. Yeah. This is my fourth round of dealing with cancer again. Fourth round, you know. Yeah. I'm a champion. That means I'm in a championship fight. That means I got 12 rounds. There you go. Right. You see? Right. You see? You see? And, and, and the, but I'm, I'm getting to the point now where I'm tired of sparring with Satan and my flesh. We're getting ready to knock him out. Yeah, we're getting ready to knock him out because it has been proven that your pastor can fight in that arena. 
Now, I ain't getting ready to do my eulogy. I ain't getting ready to die, but I want you to know that. And you say, thank God. Say this, thank God. Thank God. That is pastor, that is pastor. and not me. <laughs> have to go through this stuff. Amen to that. Amen to that. You see, he chose a man of faith. Don't teach it. Don't preach it. Unless you can live it. Amen to that. Here we go. There's some points I'm going to make, and I hope you heard me early. There's a special way we need to pray for a man of faith. See, I know Jesus. I know Jesus. Here we go. Turn with me to Luke chapter 22. I'm going to read verse 31 to 34 from the voice. And, and this is when after the dinner, they was all talking about what they were going to do and not going to do this. And they're going to be with Jesus. And they all knew Jesus. And, you know, folks get to talking. You know, when they, it's easy to talk about things when you ain't going through nothing. Right? right? Yeah, especially when your belly full. They done ate dinner had all that going on, and then there's always somebody. All right? Scripture says, Simon, Simon, how Satan has pursued you, that he might make you part of his harvest. See, Satan, and I got three, all three, four verses we're going to use here. Satan wants to destroy his harvest. Satan wants to destroy that. Keep going. He says, but I have prayed for you. I have prayed that your faith will hold firm and that you will recover from your failure. All right, right. Let's go a little bit easy. I don't need y'all to be praying for the doctors. I don't need for you to send me scriptures. I'm like Simon. I know Jesus. I know the scriptures. Pray that my faith doesn't fail. Come on here. You see, sometimes we, yeah, don't need no long prayer. Yeah, pastor knows him. Simon knew him. But Jesus says, I'm going to pray for your faith, right. that your faith don't fail you. That's right. See, there's a lot of people, so, I mean, people say, what can I pray for? What can I pray for? It's very simple. Very, see, a lot of times we pray too much, too long for the wrong people. And you remember one time I said, don't y'all be sending me no scriptures. That's when I had the third or first Bible. Don't you send me no scriptures. I got scriptures. Got 22 or 30 Bibles at the house, different ones, and read scriptures and all that. I want somebody to say, Pastor, I know you're a man of God, and you have faith, but I'm going to pray to the Father that your faith, down if you're not. That's what you need. You see? That's what you pray for, a woman of faith, a man of faith. Some of you are praying the wrong prayer. God don't move everything. Yeah, but you got to have the faith in God that he's going to do the right thing. And the right thing is the thing that he's called you to do. And sometimes he's called you to be an example in front of other people of how to live out faith. Say amen to that. All right? All right? The scripture says, and become a source of strength for your brothers here. So, So what? Sometimes he said, Johnny, somebody's praying for me that my faith not fail me so that I can become a source of strength for you all. That's what keeps me going. That makes me, that makes me excited because pastor can be a source of strength for your sheep. You see what I'm talking about? The Amplified says, 
I have prayed especially for you, Peter, that your faith and confidence in me may not fail. Faith and confidence may not fail. I'm praying that your faith and your confidence will not fail. That's a powerful prayer. That's a powerful prayer for, for some folks that's going through stuff. I'm just praying. they Christians. they saved. They go to church. They, they, they do the right thing. But you're praying that they faith and they confidence. Jesus says in me, may not fail. You want to pray for me? Just pray. Pastor's faith doesn't fail him. That his faith won't fail him. Because, you know, Satan would love for you to see the leader fall apart. You see? All right. Then he said, and you, once you have turned back to me, again back to me, strengthen and support your brothers in the faith. So, so someone can come to pastor and he can talk about what it takes to go through it. Some of you all in here, all of you are going to go through something. That's just life. But are you going to be able to be able to go through what you have to go through that other people can see you and it will strengthen their faith because of what they saw? Great weapon, faith. See, sometimes people just know, they just need to know, hey, one thing, you got faith? You believe in Christ? I'm going to pray that your faith don't fail you. Everybody in here is going to go through something. Not one something, some things. And the only thing that will keep you standing is your faith. You see? We've had people go to the hospital in here. There's a lot of sickness in here. We've had people bury parents in here. They'll tell you that ain't no easy job. The only thing to keep you standing is your faith. You see? I don't need no coffee. Don't need nobody to bring me no dinner. I need somebody to pray that my faith fell at me not if I'm going to that graveyard. You see? Ask those people, those 11 people, the families of those 11 people shot and killed in that grocery store. They don't have faith. They're terrible apart. They're terrible apart. You see? All right. How can I get through this? I get through this by using the greatest weapon God ever given me is my faith. And it strengthens me and it supports me. And I'll be able to do that for you. I, I get upset when people call me now or don't call me saying, I want to go call Pastor. He's going through. You don't know what Pastor's doing. You know when Pastor's at his best? When he's going through. Sister Lynn tried to tell you all something years ago, and I just cringed when she said it. Said, you know, your pastor has the gift of healing and he's a very and he has the gift of wisdom. Said it right there, wisdom. Yeah, you know, I can sit on a chair and give you some wisdom. Do that on the cell phone. Call me. Don't feel sorry for me. This is God's plan for me. You see? Just pray that my faith faileth me not. And then people around you, and some of you all got some people that are going through some things. Some of you are sitting here, got people going through some things. Get it right. And, and they're faithful people. They're Christians. They're saved. Pray that their faith won't fail. All right? And then be an example for them in some areas. You don't want to be in all areas. That means you got to go through it. 
Guess what you can do? You can say, call pastor. He's been through it. Or you, if you don't know him, say, our pastor went through this, he went through this, he went, and he's still standing. Amen. I told one of my friends who called me on the cell phone, why are you doing this? Live streamers. <laughs> Look at me, and you'll see how I'm doing. Ain't nothing looking sick and puny about this brother. Huh? You see? Come on here. Y'all know it. You, got, you know, see, I like having fun in the pulpit. You know, some of the worst people, if you ever play a sport, they got trash talkers that can back it up. If some of them trash talkers can back it up. Pastors of spiritual trash talker, they can back it up. Yeah, you see? Yeah, you see? Caught up. Thanks for the gloves. Thanks for the gloves. Every day I look at those gloves on that mirror. That's right. All right, here we go. Where are we at now? Message from the message. Verse 32 says, I prayed for you in particular Whoa. that you not give in or give out. Don't you give in. Don't give out. Say that. I'm not going to give in. Not going to give in. I'm not going to what? Not going to give out. Yeah. So faith does for you. All right? It says, when you have come through the time of testing. Oh, Jesus. And when you've come, what do you say? When you've come through the, the time, time of testing. testing. Turn to your companions and give them a fresh start. And then you can turn to your companions and give them a fresh start. Sometimes it's okay to say, look at me. I went through it. I'm okay. You'll be all right. You'll be fine. You see? All right. It's up to us to start living faith so that it'll strengthen other people. You see? The writer said, Lord, what are you talking about? I'm going all the way to the end with you. Prison to execution. I'm prepared to do anything for you. Now, you know who that was. That was a trash talker. You're going to find out they was just talking. Because you, you understand there are two types. There's trash talkers just talking trash, and there are trash talkers that can do it. And so this is Peter talking. He's talking about how great he's going to be and how the stand he's going to make. He's going to make a stand. No matter what goes down, he said, I'll make a stand. Lord, you can trust me. So, Lord, you can sure count on me. Thank you, sweetie. All right, here we go. <laughs> Jesus says, no, Peter. The truth is that before the rooster crows at dawn, oh. you will have denied that you even know me, oh. not just once, but three times. Oh, wow. How disappointing that, that is. It, had, it should have been disappointing to Peter. So you've been doing all this talking, running off at the mouth, and you're going to deny me three times. You see? Because it's, it's faith. That's why Jesus said, I'm going to pray for your faith, that you fail, you don't fail you. But sometimes it fails people because they don't have enough of it. And sometimes people talk bigger than their faith. You see? It's like these people tell you, if you, if you need me, Call me. And some of these folks you can't have faith in. Because they're just talking. But then there's some others right there. 
Peter was the loudest one at the dinner table. Had an audience. Tell him how great he was. That was him. All right, but Jesus already told him, I'm going to pray for your faith, bro. In other words, if your faith is big as your mouth, you can say to that mountain, move, and it'd be moved. Okay, you, you're listening to me? All right. James 2 and 17 from the King James says, Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead. That is one of my favorite scriptures. Well, I'm just waiting on the Lord. Really? Are you working it? Are you working your faith? Because faith without works is dead. You see, faith without works is dead. Never forgive that. You've got to work your faith. And I'll tell you what you have to do here later. Okay? Pastor the Amplified says, so too, faith, if it does not have works to back it up. If it, if it don't have words, huh? you can talk that. It is by itself dead. It's dead. Inoperative, ineffective. I'm asking you, how strong was your faith this morning? Mm. While we're going to scale from one to 10, how strong is your faith? Mm-hmm. Don't try to be 10 because you're in the crowd. Sometimes you got to work your faith up to a spiritual level. And I think I have a scripture on that pretty soon. You're going to have, you have to work it up to a spiritual level. I'm going to trust the Lord and then fall apart. You have faith in it? You see? I mean, you really have faith this morning, even just little faith this morning. And, 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 and just think, if all, you love me? Yes, if all of you got together and, and say, I'm going to pray that pastor's faith faded him not. That's powerful. Some of you got some friends going through some stuff, some spouses going through some stuff. We had a tough week. A lot of folks going through some stuff this week, right? Amen. There's your prayer. The Christians, if they ain't here, they're Christians. They've heard the word. There's your prayer. Lord, I'm praying that my husband's faith doesn't fail him. My wife's faith doesn't fail him. My child's faith doesn't fail him. You see? Because you know them, and they're good, strong Christian, good people, but sometimes they need a boost. You see? And, and you don't have to be a bad person. Things can happen. You know what happened? Let me tell you what happens to sometimes. Some of you have been injured. You don't need to get injured. You have to have rehab. Right? You have to have rehab, right? You see, I've had to go to rehab. Brother Trevor, I've had to go to rehab. It took every ounce of faith I had to get through it. And your rehab hurts. You see, and, and, if you, and if you really had it, stay with me, and if you really had tough rehab, you really don't, you really want to smack that person that's trying to pull that arm up, pull that leg up. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
you want, you know what I'm talking about? That rehab, as they say in the street, that rehab ain't no joke. Yeah, because rehab hurts. And sometimes you wonder, I'm, I, what, what are they doing to me? I wasn't hurting this bad before I done this. But once you get through the rehab, huh? Then you feel better about yourself and you're able to function like you were functioning before you were injured. And so sometimes you have to go through spiritual rehab to get back to your normal. Because I'm not telling you it's easy. Because it's a fight, you see. Uh, and, and, and even in boxing, they, I don't know what it is. How long you sit on a stool over there? Three rounds and then you set two or one. I don't know how many minutes. Th 30 seconds? No, that's, that ain't, that's, that's, I need more time than that. <laughs> you, you, in, you in the ring and you fighting for a minute. And you get 30 seconds. Three minutes. Don't make it hard, man. You get 30 seconds. You got to go back out there again. It's life. Sometimes in life, you ain't got a lot of time. You got 30 seconds to strengthen your faith because you got to get back in that ring again. Listen to what Pastor's trying to tell you. You see? They water you down. You see? They lay hands on you, pray for you. Come up here. But you still got to go back in. You see? All right. Let's say it again, Pastor. Feed your faith. Your doubts will starve to death. And you better do it. You got it. You can't doubt. If you doubt, I'm going to use boxing. If you doubt sitting on that stool, you're done. You're done. You, you're done. You see? But if you feed, and that's why, let's just use boxing. That's why you got those people over there, those trainers and those people, and they always have somebody motivating you, talking to you. You got to do this, and they encourage you to get back in there and deal with it. Right. That's what we do for our brothers and sisters. When they come back in for that 30 seconds, we there for them, right. encouraging them, giving them the word of God. You see? So they can get back in there and finish their fight. You see? One round at a time. One round at a time. All right? What you're talking about is Jude chapter 1, verse 20 and 21 from the Passion. Let me use another parable. You all know who Muhammad Ali was? That's right. Joe Frazier? Mm -hmm. They had a fight. I don't know which one of the thrill of vanilla, which one of it was. And Muhammad Ali was not going to come out the 14th round. You look at it. But his people in his corner were looking over, and they saw Smoking Joe wasn't going to come out. And so he stayed ready to go. We're sitting there, and they said, we're not coming back out. He won the fight because of who was in his corner. That's the one where you see him get down on his knees, you think you're praying, he's exhausted. You win because of who's in your corner. That's right. That's right. And sometimes people, I know God. You know God. I know the scriptures. But I need some people in my corner. 
you need some people in your corner. You do. All right. Jude says it this way. But you, my delightfully loved friends. Now this is this is this is for real. Constantly and progressively build yourselves up on the foundation of your most holy faith. You gotta build yourself up because it is the weapon you're going to need it sooner or later. What gets me is when everything's going all right, that's when you work the hardest. Don't take, don't take off. Don't take off. Never take off. Keep building up. Keep working. Keep working. Keep working. Keep building yourself up. You never get a break. You see? I'm either fighting or I'm in the spiritual training room. Building up spiritual muscle. Never take off. All right? We're told to do this by praying every moment in the spirit. How many moments? Every moment. And it says in the spirit. Big if. You gotta pray. You gotta pray. All right. Am I doing all right? Amen. Then we're told to fasten our hearts to the love of God and receive the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, who gives us eternal life. He's given me eternal life but I want the best out of this life. If you got eternal life, you don't need faith for that. I got that covered. Jesus covered that. I need faith in this life. You see? All right. And finally, we're told in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8 from the Amplified. And this is what you'd have to do. Every one of us in here, you need to learn how to do this. Better do it, starting today if you haven't been doing it. All right? It says, this book of law shall not depart from your mouth. I'm going to stick with this book. Said, don't let this book of law depart, thank you, depart from your mouth. This is is it, right here. Don't let it depart from your mouth. Man, I got another minute to go. Three minute fight, two minutes, I'm tired. This book says, I can do all things through Christ which threatens me. Gives me the strength to finish the round. You understand what I'm saying? You see? All right, go ahead. He says, you shall read and meditate on it day and night. It says, here's what you need to read. Turn the TV off. Read on it. Day and night. Read the Bible. All right? So that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. This is what I'm trying to live up to. You do this, everything else comes out all right. Amen to that? All right, here we go. The message says it this way in closing. Make sure you practice. Wait a minute. Make sure you what? Practice. Say it again. Practice. Say it again. Practice. Okay, everything written in it. You got to practice everything written in it. You see, let me tell you something. Athletes know the game's easy. Practice is what's hard. 
<laughs> you see? So, yeah. This is hard, because sometimes this is, I was reading the book of Philippians once, and uh, Brother Ray, I was reading the book of Philippians once, and it was telling me what I should be able to do as a Christian. I closed up and took a nap. <laughs> That's true. That's right. Because if I read it, I'm held accountable to live it. That's right. That's right. You see? And so I have to practice it. You see? All right. All right. Again, practice everything written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will be successful. You'll be successful. You want to be successful? Here it is. Here it is. Practice what's in here. Practice what you preach. That's why it is a pleasure for me to be able to stand up and show you how to fight. You got to fight sometimes. You got to fight sometimes. Don't feel sorry for me. You kidding me? Say, God, he's a blessed man. God has chosen him to show me how to fight. And I thank God for it. But I'm praying that his faith faileth me not. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. Stand up. All right. Yes. God is good. God is good. All right. You're not going to say anything, are you, Brother Isaac? All right. Let's hand that brother. Trevor, get us, send us out of here. All right. God is good. Give God a hand clap. Well, I don't want to get in a ring right now, but uh, I feel like I can. Uh, let's prepare ourselves for prayer here. Dear God, we come to you 